BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Are you into the World Cup? Overall, I got to say no. Let's stop pretending that we're all soccer experts here. Now, having said that here in South Florida, there's an English Lions head pub. They got the flags up. They're opening early. They're packed. But everybody in the neighborhood knows it's the soccer place. But overall, if and when Canada gets bounced, when it happens, um, I will not be worried about the scores of the other countries. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the RP Show. Here we are. We are live, as the man said, Rick Rebens, coming to you, uh, well, not on Game Plus TV today. We're preempted, and I don't know for what, and I'm tired of dealing with the complaints. Oleg's back. Welcome back, Oleg. He said he wasn't going to watch us anymore because I'm too mean. He just couldn't stay away. Let's bring in the moose, Darren Moose Dupont, who hails uh, from the NHL's Bermuda Triangle. You're smiling already. <laughs> C- can I say happy Thanksgiving to you, moose, if you don't mind, governor? How you doing? Absolutely. We got lots of friends on both sides of the border, and uh, that's what that's one of the great things. You know, mm. Americans don't really celebrate Canadian Thanksgiving, but we get to do both, which I think is awesome. Yeah. So I got the TV queued up. Football's going to start uh, here shortly. Um, I, I may go out to the store and see if they're still selling pumpkin pie this afternoon and we're going to have a day. Um, yeah, I don't know why what's gotten into me. Although thank you, Kevin, the medium, we had a very brief session before all of this. I'm just feeling, I'm feeling very good today. It's not a holiday for me. We're all working, but it's not like this feels like work. Producer Clark sends his regards. He ain't here. He's home with a sick kid. So Jordan's like, an octopus right now running everything there. And, and I think his partner, Rolf, is as well. Um, Craig in Calgary says it's Argo's celebration day. Argo's. So we'll get to that. And thank you to all the comments coming up uh, from NHL.com, Minnesota, and the Bar Down Beauties bodca- uh, podcast. Jesse Pierce is going to be with us. She's a great writer, she's a great broadcaster. Jesse Pierce with us in hour one. And the ageless, the peerless, Mike Wilner, former host of Jay's Talk, now in the deep left field. Is it deep left field or deep center field? I think it's deep left field podcast covering the Blue Jays now and writing for the Toronto Star, Mike Wilner, an hour two. So there's that. Can we please hit the quick six show horn and let's get it going? Let's go. By the way, Ryan already out. My spirit brother, check it in from noon in Georgia, Metro Atlanta, says happy Thanksgiving Day, RP show. Same to you, Ryan. And John Ohm says happy Turkey Day in the big old USA. He's writing in from Winnipeg, 
But when I say I'm tired of dealing with this, I guess the Game Plus people aren't even watching right now because we're not being carried on Game Plus Wednesday, Thursday, Friday of this week. But I'm getting complaints from viewers and listeners in Arizona and Illinois. And I'm like, why is it always me, Moose? Why should I start providing the cell phone numbers for the people whose decision that this actually is? What should I do about that? I don't know what to say. To say it's not my job feels dirty. Makes me feel dirty. I know. To say that's not my department. I hate when people pass the buck, but I, it isn't my department. So what do I do? You need the old uh, Al Borland bristle board from Tool Time. You know, whenever Tim would do something stupid, he'd pull up the bristle board. That's Tim Taylor, care of Tool Time, <laughs> at this blah, 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 blah. So you need, the, you need the bristle board. You remember every great moment from, uh, what was the name of that show? Was it Tool Time? Home Improvement. What was the name of that show? Home Improvement. You know every moment, but you don't even know who Cliff Clavin is from Cheers. I, I don't get you. I don't get you. I know. Anyways, can you can you get a hand free to hit the horn again, please, Director Jordan, Director Jordan? And let's get right into this. So we call this the NHL morning skate, even though for those of us out here in the Eastern time zone, it is the afternoon, and we have our NHL top five and bottom five coming up. But there were 15 games in the National Hockey League on Wednesday night. I'm not going to sit here and go through all of them, but what I will tell you, going against my own rules that I set 25 years ago and that's don't just mention the canadian teams well hockey is the number one sport in canada so i'm going to mention who won out of canadian teams the leafs won that's why you're wearing the jacket the montreal canadian won the vancouver canucks won and all these teams lost flames oilers senators and jets and i want to spend some time on the leafs win at new jersey you understand that the hockey game, uh, the hockey gods intervened in Newark last night and it stopped their win streak at 13 games, which tied a franchise record. The hockey gods are saying, no, 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 no. You're not the best Devils team ever, but we'll allow you to tie for the best Devils team ever. And then there are those that will say, particularly Devils fans, that the refs intervened. Forget about the hockey gods. They had what? They had multiple goals called back. I know that last night. So as the ardent Leafs fan, what, three called back. So maybe it wasn't even the hockey guy. Maybe the NHL wanted the Leafs to win the game. How about that? What do you think? What do you think? I know. I, I, I think that Leafs uh, and Leafs fans, very fortunate this morning. Um, I don't know that, it, that the Devils necessarily got screwed in the game by the refs. But when you have three goals disallowed, says, there is something. Says the Leafs fan. Right. But there is something not going your way. You know, I get the first one. I've seen a second one. And then when a third one gets called back, you just have to go home, pack it up and say, you know what? It's not, it's not happening tonight. It's not happening. And, and go home, try again the next day. So Leafs or, did it with a banged up blue line. Tough night for the Devils. And yeah. Well, I guess you pack it up and go home and say it's not our night or throw your beer and nachos onto the ice. You that obviously too. saw that, too. <laughs> I saw Mitch Marner, Mitch Marner, the Leafs star, number 16, saying after the game, what are you throwing beers at us for? We didn't call, call the goals back, which I don't really care for Mitch Marner, but I got to say he's right. And it was I thought that was just a Regina thing. 
thought that was just something they did in the sweatpants <laughs> capital. I grew up with that type of behavior. I thought it was normal to litter the ice with pop cans and hot dogs. That's, you know, it was normal there. Obviously, it's not right to do that. And for, uh, before I move on, for the people that say you pay your money, you can do whatever you want. Does that extend from booing the home team to littering the ice with your concession fare? I don't know where that lies, where the line's drawn on you pay your money, you can do whatever you want, because I don't think you should do any of those things. Is there any right ever that you could throw objects onto the ice? No, never. Never. I I mean, hats, I get it. You know, when there's a hat trick, I get jerseys. There was things like I was cool with the octopus and the rats and all those traditional things. But when it's garbage and you're now somewhat vandalizing the ice during the game, um, I think that's a problem. And let's get the viewership up here today. Tell your friends we're all live on YouTube right now and WQEE noon in Georgia. And before I get into my NHL top five, which has become very popular on TikTok, All the young kids watching on TikTok have no idea who I am or what my history is. They just like throwing manure at me over my NHL top five and bottom five. But thank you, Darren, for putting it on there. I quite enjoy playing with the little lads and ladies' minds. But before we go any further, we're very big in Saskatchewan, airing on Sastel Max Television most days. And it's there that you can buy tickets for the Kinsman Telemiracle 47 online raffle. It's live now. The pot starts at $100,000. You need to be physically in the province of Saskatchewan and the age of 19 or over to buy your tickets at telemiracle5050.com. This is a major moneymaker for Saskies who buy tickets and for the Kinsman Foundation. And we know what they do. Gifts of um, mobility equipment, uh, travel if necessary, accommodations for families that are in need with regards to health issues. So I don't need to, I shouldn't have to tell you how important this fundraiser is. It is the fundraiser for Kinsman Telemiracle. So please buy your tickets, telemiracle5050.com right now. The draw date is Friday, December 16th. Before we move on to World Cup, it's time for the vaunted NHL top five, bottom five. It's presented by our exclusive betting partner, Bet Regal, because if you don't have an exclusive betting partner in sports book, what really, what do you have? Nothing. So are you ready, Moose? Let's go. The number one team in the National Hockey League is, of course, the Boston Bruins. Number one overall is number one overall. This has been a wire-to-wire lead so far. Have they clinched a playoff spot yet? Moose, 34 points are number one. Bravo to the Bruins and their head coach, Jim Montgomery. Hashtag recovery works, y'all. Number two, the New Jersey Devils. When you're hot, you're hot. As I mentioned, the hockey gods intervened against the Leafs and, and the refs too, but 13 in a row and is 13 in a row. They're the number two team in the NHL. Number three is the Vegas Golden Knights. They appear to be for real. Number four, the Toronto Maple Leaf. Moose pointed it out earlier. They're winning without a full deck. They're in a playoff spot right now. It's a good sign. Number four, the Leafs. And number five, because we don't want them to riot in Seattle, Reed Johnson out there, the biggest Kraken fan I know, said if he didn't make the top five, the Kraken, they're going to riot. But uh, they're hot. They've won eight of their last ten. They've won three in a row. The Seattle Kraken. You heard it here first. I'm probably wow. the only guy saying it. 
the fifth best team in the National Hockey League today. Because if you put them up against the Dallas Stars in a best of seven series, I think they might win. Spicy. Let's go to the bottom five now, which none of the pundits want to touch. But I will. The fifth worst team, 28th overall in the NHL, is the Vancouver Canucks. Blow it up! Number 29, the fourth worst team in the NHL, is the Columbus Blue Jackets. Not even Johnny Hockey can save them. Number 30, the Ottawa Senator. They are who we thought they were. Oh, no. Number 31, the Chicago Blackhawks. I can see Connor Bedard from here. And number 32 is the Anaheim Ducks. The Dallas Eakins watch is on for the worst team in the National Hockey League, the Anaheim Ducks. So there you go, your top five and bottom five. Any arguments? Any arguments, Moose? No, no. I, I'm happy to see Seattle crack the top five. Who would have thought that we'd be sitting here at U.S. Thanksgiving and in their second season and Seattle would be in your top five? That's pretty impressive what they've been able to do. And, you know, to what Scott Laughlin mentioned about the Devils needing to, you know, only go 500 the rest of the way to probably make the playoffs. Seattle, like, I don't know if you should start printing playoff tickets yet in Seattle, but you should be pretty happy with your team's at. I wouldn't start just yet. Um, You don't want to jinx You made a good point. Well, you mentioned uh, the Winnipeg Jets getting spanked by the Wild last night. I'll give you a little credit. You said the Wild are are one of the teams that's out here at U.S. Thanksgiving that should probably reasonably, ex- we should expect them to get in, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. And it was at 6-1 last night. It was a tough one for Winnipeg, but Minnesota can move that puck around really well, and they play such a good structure. And I just think they're going to start getting the bounces going their way a little more often. So. There will be a few teams that will move, right? Won't be many, but there's going to be one or two teams in each side of the of the draw here that are going to move in and out. And I think Minnesota is one of those teams that should be in when we're coming down the wire here in April. Uh, so some of them don't like our my uh, rankings, and that's just fine. Braden, one of our interns, says Jason Robertson is a top 10 player in the league on the Dallas Stars. Might win the Rocket this year. Hey, Dallas is a great team. I'm just saying for this week, they're not in my top five teams in the NHL. Wayne in BC says, I think the Vancouver Canucks beating Colorado should keep them out of the bottom five. Doesn't that count, Rod? Yeah, that's a no from me, dog. No. Count for what? They're going to miss the playoffs. Oleg in Winnipeg says uh, the order's losing record at home. Their goaltending issues doesn't really see why experts see them as a cup contender. That's his medium hot take of the day. Well, I watched the orders game last night against the Islanders. 3-0, they were shut out. They peppered 49 shots on goal. Listen, I actually had a hockey coach text me last night. I should go because I said the orders have gone to pot. And he wrote me back. I don't mind saying, I won't say who it was, but he goes, not deep enough with structure. Rip off all the bandages and take the time to stop the bleeding. You can't take shortcuts in the NHL. That was from an NHL scout speaking about the orders last night. But I'm like, it's similar to the problem that I feel has plagued the Jets for as long as they've come back from Atlanta 
Shout out, Hotlanta. You got to play the game in both ends of the ice. Leon Dreisaitl. Go back and watch the highlights and watch him lazily skating back into his own zone, not picking up his guys. To me, Jack Campbell doesn't have a, tr- a chance. Like, you can't just play offense. And I think it's part of it's my age. That's why I would never want to coach because I'm like, do you not know by now? But then you sit and realize, Rod, these guys are in their 20s. They need to be told again and again and again and again and again. You know what I mean? It would frustrate the hell out of me. I couldn't do it. But they all want points. They all want shots on goal. We all look at Connor Bedard, shots on goal every night, don't we? Look at, now, I look at the plus minus, but not everybody does. You get paid on points. You don't get paid on plus minus, but that's how you win championships. And you win overall. Nobody wants to play defense, and that includes the Edmonton Oilers. Paul Jefferson on YouTube says, the Devils pressed hard in the second and third periods. Leafs fans should give Matt Murray some credit, and I'm sure you are. Um, There's questions for you with regarding uh, these uh, NHL top five, bottom five, and the results last night. So when we come back, because we're only one point into the warm-up, we're going to talk World Cup. NFL triple header today. Hawks won, Raptors lost. It was a good night. And actually, I have a very interesting note for the Miami Heat that I want to pass along. A Vanier Cup preview with the Moose. We're going to talk some Dub Hub, Cardinal Gibbons Chiefs. So stick around. We'll be back after this break. It's the RP Show. YouTube Live today, your favorite podcast platform, and WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. New York Fries is a proud member of the Calgary community. And to give back, they're hosting free public skating opportunities at ice rinks around Calgary. Open to families and the general public in support for Kids Sport Calgary. Visit FamilySkateYYC.com for a full list of times and locations. Presented by New York Fries. Back live. Beautiful day. They all are. Happy Thanksgiving to our U.S. audience. We are live on YouTube today and, of course, every day, WQEE 99.1 FM. I appreciate everybody checking us out on the key today for the first time. The Moose is with us. Let's bring him back in and giddy up. Let's go. 
I guess I'll answer. I told you there was a question for you. Moose, do you take out? Who do you take out if Minnesota's going to be in a playoff spot? I'll, I'll allow one question before I move on to World Cup. It's, it's a good question. L.A. Isn't it? L.A. Oh, that was fast. That was fast. Well, I mentioned Not it Seattle, yesterday. Think- they're, the, they're the one team right now that has a, that it's a, was a negative in the goals for goals against differential. So right now, through these first, you know, 20-odd games, they're one team that's allowing more goals than they're scoring. So to me, that's not sustainable. Um, I like LA's talent, but I think if, they're, if I had to choose, they're probably a team right now that's uh, fortunate to be in a playoff spot. I feel like family food. Family feud. Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> Good answer. John in Edmonton says a Canadian sports radio station needs to air the RP show. Thank you for the comment, but I think I'd rather be on the air in Georgia, where Moose was giving me the analytics this morning, and it's funny to see Georgia, like George and Wheezy, moving on up in terms of our audience. So I got I to gotta get, let's have some fun here with the World Cup. Canada put forth a valiant effort, but came up short in its first World Cup game in 36 years. Mishi Basherwai. Scored just before halftime as Canada fell 1-0 to Belgium at Ahmed bin Ali Stadium in Qatar. Canada had the Belgians on their heels. I thought they were just known for chocolate. Apparently, these guys can play soccer. And so the coach, who we all love, John Herdman, I saw the quote, but we were out last night. I want to get to more stories here if we have time. Because any boob can sit and talk about sports results. It's the, it's the, it's the, Stories that are fun. But I saw the quote that John John Herdman said, we're going to F up Croatia. We're going to F Croatia. Obviously, you saw it too. And I'm like, yeah. I said to Serena, can you believe the coach of Canada said we're going to Croatia? She's like, that's awesome. And then this morning I get up and she's like, he didn't actually say the full word. He just said we're going to F Croatia. And I'm like, well, that's not nearly as exciting. What do you, what do you, if you had a swear, swear, what do you think? I know, I know. Uh, you know, I think it's, I think it's good. Like, look, Canada played really well. And this is the number two team, ranked team in the world. So Canada proved that they belong at this event. They probably should have had three or four goals in the opening half, including the penalty. Um, and everybody's scratching their head on the penalty and, and having Alfonso Davies take the kick, whatever. At the end of the day, you didn't win. So you can go with the should have, would have, could have, all of that. You didn't win. And where it counts in the standings, which is going to help you get into the next round of the knockout phase, you get zero points. So that's unfortunate. But Canada now needs to not have a letdown. And I like that Herdman goes into the room and said, we really played so well against Belgium. We're going to keep going. And if we keep playing like this, we're going to cause some damage in this tournament. So I like it. He said, Canada's got to get used to this. We have to have that mentality that we're going to go out and, and push around teams. And if you're going to play Canada for 90 minutes, it's not going to be fun. We're going to make it uncomfortable for you. And he said, that needs to be how Canada approaches the game. So I like John Herdman. I'm a big fan. And uh, I had a lot of fun watching that game yesterday. Uh, I was watching it. I tweeted because I had a thought in my head that was, we got to bury these early on. So I tweeted that, and you saw it. 
And I'm like, am I doing this right? I will never know the lingo or the terminology of soccer, so I'll just stick with what I do know as a Canadian. You saw the string of responses from people after that. Yeah, we got to go bar down. Yeah, forecheck, backcheck, paycheck. <laughs> All the great <laughs> hockey terms is awesome. Um, Ted in Red Deer says, it's the stories that are fun is exactly the secret sauce of the RP show, in my opinion, as uniformed as it may be. What does that mean? Uniformed or uninformed? Uh, uh, John in Edmonton says, this is why sports radio is dying, because nobody wants to air on sports radio in Canada. That is totally not why sports radio is dying in Canada. That has nothing to do with why sports radio is dying in Canada. As a guy that's worked in it in 30-plus years, I would think I would know. Last question, John. I I love you, but it's not the John from Edmonton show. He said, Rod, do you think the North America slash Mexico tournament in 2026 will ban alcohol sales? I don't care. I couldn't care less about alcohol sales this year in 2026 or any year. Stop asking, please. (sighs) Darren tells me I need to keep my patience a little more. Jamie in Nova Scotia (laughs) writes in. He says, it's been a minute, and I know you know, but my Boltman won the Grey Cup. It's great to be back on YouTube, seeing you two great gentlemen doing your thing. Thank you, Jamie. Appreciate you. And we did talk about it on Monday. We're brought to you in part by Edo Japan. Edo Japan, delicious Japanese-inspired meals and snacks made to order with high-quality ingredients. I do believe this. You can get NFL talk anywhere. So I will say there is a triple header today in the National Football League, and that's all that I will say. Great games, obviously. Buffalo at Detroit, uh, the New York Giants at Dallas, and New England at Minnesota. I saw my guy Chris in the gym this morning. Chris from Albany. He lives down here now. Uh, He was up in New York for a while. I said, do you want to go double or nothing on that bet that I won last time these two teams met? He said, you're on. So we we, we got lunch at PDQ Chicken riding on this game today. The Cowboys are going to F the Giants. By 10, I don't know. That's the line at Bet Regal. But by the way, go and sign up. Get an account at Bet Regal right now. We don't ask you to do much at all. But I'll ask you to do that. Go to Bet Regal and just get an account and sign up for free. There you go. There's the number, betregal.net. Uh, another thing. Our NFL coverage is brought to you by Bronco Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. Hiring now. Find everything you need to know about Bronco at broncoplumbing.com and our Facebook and Instagram pages. Point four. Here come the Hawks. I just want to say this. Trey Young scored 35 points. Clint Capella added 11 points and 14 rebounds. And Atlanta ended Sacramento's winning streak at seven, crowning the Kings 115-106 Wednesday night. Meanwhile, in Toronto, Kyrie Irving scored 19 of his 29 points in the third quarter, and Brooklyn beat shorthanded Toronto 112-98. Hawks win, Raps lose, go Hawks, hashtag true to Atlanta. I got a note from a friend down here in South Florida yesterday that said you might be interested, guys, in getting Amy Otterbird on the air. She's from Niagara Falls, Ontario. She was hired this season as the first ever female color commentator on Miami Heat radio broadcasts of the NBA. And guess what? Connecting the dots here. She's from Niagara Falls, played at University of Miami Hurricanes, now doing Miami Heat broadcasting. I watched her when the CEBL was having their bubble in St. Catharines, Ontario. 
Why did I watch the CEBL? Because our COO and good friend Lee Genier was running the Rattlers and they were in that tournament. And if you remember, I was watching it on CBC Gem and she was doing color there. So there's a gal who has worked her way up the ladder. She's good. Canadian, so we love her even more. And uh, I said, I would love to do that. Where in Miami would I do the show? And he goes, how about the Heat Arena? How about that? How about that would that? be something. Yeah. I so mean, be, can you, ima- can you yeah. imagine doing it in the big, big arena? I mean, we've been in those big stadiums and those big arenas. And, oh, that would be, that would be another cool um, item to check off. A, li- a whole list of cool places we've been able to take this show. Yeah, so I thank my guy who's watching in, West, uh, in Palm Beach right now for suggesting it, and he says he's going to do his best to line it up, and I think that that's going to happen. By the way, New York Fries is a proud member of the Calgary community and to give back they're hosting free public skating opportunities at ice rinks around Calgary. Open to families and the general public in support of Kids Sport Calgary. Visit FamilySkateYYC.com for a full list of times and locations presented by New York Fries. I promised a Vanier Cup preview. It's Canadian University football supremacy on the line in London, Ontario this Saturday, where it's going to be plus seven Celsius between the Saskatchewan Huskies and Laval Rouge Or You've been following the dogs all year, Darren. So what is your preview of the game? Well, it's a rematch, but it's a rematch that's like a decade in the making between Laval and Saskatchewan. Look at the Huskies have the Heck Creighton favorite, Mason Nias. Um, they've got a fairly young group around him um, in his receiving core and in the backfield. It's not the same group that went to the Vanier Cup last year where they had Colton Clausen and Adam Mackart and Sam Baker. The big playmakers are gone, but new playmakers have stepped up. They got, you know, three receivers in the top 20 in the country. And then you got Laval on the other side. Laval is well balanced. They're well coached with Greg Constant or with Glenn Constantine, one, you know, the most winning coach in, in U Sports history. They just knocked off the Western Mustangs, who were previously undefeated and number one in the country, with two of the top running backs in the nation that were averaging over 200 yards a game. So they won that. It's going to be a great matchup. It should be really physical. It should be a lot of fun. And you can watch it 1 o'clock Eastern on the CBC. Nice. I'm making a note of that right now. That'll be great for our social media. Moose's preview of the game. All for all the people that were writing in and asking for it. There you go. couple last points before we break and bring in Jesse Pierce from Minnesota. Uh, Dub Hub, we'll get to all what happened last night in the WHL. Prince George effed Moose Jaw. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> well, I don't love that. I just love the phrase. And uh, Cardinal Gibbons, Chiefs, man. I got to say this about coaches. Been around in my whole life. I think they're nuts. They think I'm nuts. So it's a nice association. I'm, I'm watching Matt DeBuck, the head coach of the Cardinal Gibbons Chiefs high school program, asked me to come in and address his team this week. They better win, by the way, Friday night. Can you imagine if they do? I'll be the good luck charm. I'll be the mascot of the team if they win yes. Friday in their huge, their huge playoff game against American Heritage. The 11th ranked team in all of the USA, American Heritage. The Chiefs are 16th ranked in all of USA high school football. Like, what a grudge match it's going to be Friday night, which incidentally, I was saying, should I go to the game, should I not? Our viewers were like, you got to go, man. You you know the kids now. I've been at several of their games this year. I got to go. Of course, the game sold out. 
You don't understand, Darren. I've spent a lot of time in the States in my life, but not to the degree that I am now. They're talking about the damn game on the radio, on WQAM, man. They refer to Coach DeBuck as DeBuck. Oh, DeBuck, he's really ticked off. DeBuck says it's just like they care, man. It's high school football. They don't even talk about junior hockey in Canada to the degree that they talk about high school football in America. And somebody put up on Twitter the record. It's like American Heritage has won like 15 of the last 17 meetings between the two teams or something. And DeBuck is like, yeah, that's right. Put it up there. He's going off. And I'm like, I hope your kids have 33% of the energy you have, Matt, going into this game. (laughs) You know what I mean? That's my point. He... They're all vibrating. They're all vibrating. And it's the one thing that I do not miss about the sports world. It's okay to stick my toe in the water. I don't want to jump right in. When I went into that Cardinal Gibbons locker room on, uh, what was it, Tuesday? It was a, it was a vibe. Y- you know it. Coaches flying here, there. Yeah. Equipment guys here, there. Players, blah, blah. Hey, what's up, sir? Blah, 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 blah. Like, I'm like, whoo <laughs> I was going to come in and give my 10-minute speech. and get, It's just so aggressive it's a big yeah. time of the year i just want to show up sure and uh, go to the game and uh, yeah and cheer them on which we're gonna do it's in plantation florida i'll get you guys the stream you're gonna want to watch it i think i'll see you an hour two i'll see you an hour two you betcha okay mike wilner's in next okay blue jays analyst writer and podcaster talk about the offseason for canada's team We're live on YouTube today, also normally Game Plus TV, and on the key, WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Jumping right back into the deep end. Just answering a couple of questions before we move on to our next guest. No, Moose is not calling the Vanier Cup on Saturday. He brought him all the way here. But it'll be the national broadcast on CBC on Saturday. Uh, thank you to Lance LaRose. New viewer says, subbed and liked. Thanks, Lance. We'll get to more of your NHL questions later. Moose will rejoin us in hour two. But Mike Wilner joins us now. Uh, I always... Got to know him as the host of Jay's Talk. Now he's got the Deep Left Field podcast writing the Toronto Star. He's got spice. He's got pizzazz. He wished us in the U.S. Uh, happy Thanksgiving today. So I'll return it to you, Mike. How you doing, bud? I'm I'm doing all right, but no need to wish me happy Thanksgiving. It's just Thursday up here. Now <laughs> you're yeah, you get it. Um, <laughs> what's up with your M and M? What's up with your M and M tweet? I just searched your Twitter thing, and I see you might have started another fire. What were you saying about Eminem? Oh no, that was that it's was your like pin tweet. Yeah, it was at the Super Bowl last year. It's the pin tweet because it's got the podcast on it. Uh, but it was Eminem's. Okay. Uh, I I tweeted something about him kneeling, um, and it it like took off. It got more. I don't know, tens and tens of thousands of likes more than I ever had. So I figure. Why not uh, get all these new people to know that I have a podcast? Because there's still a lot of people who even follow me who who don't know it yet. Just I, trying to spread the, the word. That's the thing, dude. You and I are in the same world. 
people just getting uh, just getting accustomed to us now. But I've been listening to you for years and loving it, as you know. I've told you that before. Where do you, where do we catch up on the Blue Jays in the off season? Is the Teoscar Hernandez trade gone? Like people still talking about that in Toronto, or like where are we at? I think we're just waiting for the next thing to happen, right? I, I think there's there's a um, a pattern among Blue Jays fans. Uh, and observers that they they often feel like the first move of the offseason is the only move of the offseason and they react to it that way like what are you doing trading to oscar hernandez for a middle reliever um and yeah fair enough in, in some aspects but it's also opening up a whole big whack of dough and it's opening up a spot in the outfield and in the batting order for a left-handed hitter that they really need so you know let's see where they fill that hole and what they do with that room uh in order to figure out you know whether it was a good trade or not um so i think now we're just sort of waiting to see who that person's gonna be you know when when ross atkins had his media availability after the tay oscar trade he said well we have five outfielders right now uh in lourdes guriel george springer whit merrifield kevin biggio and nathan lucas but nobody believes that the outfield on opening day is going to be Guriel Springer and one of Merrifield, Biggio, or Lucas. They're going to find somebody else and somebody who's quite good, you would think, to plug in either to center or right. Um, and, and I think that's sort of, you know, uh, what, what people are thinking about. They're looking at Arizona, and Arizona's got five left-handed hitting center fielders, uh, and they're a rebuilding team. The Blue Jays have stuff that they want. So we're waiting for a trade with with the Diamondbacks, and you know people are looking at Cody Bellinger, who got non tendered the other day, and and seeing if maybe he's the solution in center field. Who's the biggest available free agent right now, talent wise, at any position in your mind? Uh, it's tough, you know. Aaron Judge is out there, and he just won the MVP, yeah. and he had a phenomenal season for the Yankees that is never going to do again. Uh, Carlos Correa is probably the best out there, the most talented. He is an elite defensive shortstop with a uh, plate discipline and power. And yeah, I, I would say Carlos Correa is the best guy out there. Uh, well, Bellinger by being non-tendered would be in that pool, right? Like what, what would he do for the Blue Jays? And I see the rumors. What are the chances that he does come to Toronto? I don't think they're especially great. Uh, I mean, um, if we, we cross promote a bit, if you, uh, if, if you listen to my podcast, deep left field, it's coming out in a couple hours. Uh, I have a long conversation with Mike Farron, who used to do what I did for Arizona. And uh, we talked about the Diamondbacks trade. And then we talked about Cody Bellinger because he's been watching the National League West for a long, long time. And Cody Bellinger's deal is, you know, he was the rookie of the year in 2017. He was incredible. Then he won the MVP in 2019. He was even better. He is an elite defensive center fielder with great speed, phenomenal athleticism. But he hurt his shoulder uh, in 2019 in the playoffs, high-fiving somebody or, you know, doing an an elbow bump or whatever. and he hurt his shoulder, and he hasn't been able to hit since. He's been a terrible hitter for the last three years. And so he's 27 years old. He's trying to rebuild his value. He's looking for a one-year contract, and he'll probably get somewhere around $15 million or north of it for one year because of the potential that's in there. But I think, you know, the Farron and I sort of came to the conclusion that the best 
thing for Cody Bellinger to do is to sign with a team like Colorado or the Cubs, a team that's not expected to do well, where there won't be any pressure on him as a hitter, and where if he does well, then he'll get traded at the deadline so he won't have a qualifying offer attached to him when he goes back into free agency next year. So I think when you look at Cody Bellinger's, uh, you look at it through Cody Bellinger's eyes, what's best for his career is not to sign with the Blue Jays, um, which is not to say he won't, but it's to say that I think odds are better he goes somewhere else. And to be honest, I I don't want him signing with the Blue Jays if he's going to cost that much money because this is not a guy who you can say, okay, we've got our center fielder, we're good now, that's a spot filled. This is a guy who you can say, man, we hope he bounces back, and if he does, he's going to be really terrific. But if he doesn't, he's going to be Brad Zimmer. I'll flip this back on you. You said it to me this summer. It's not your money, Mike. It's not, but it does. You know, they have a budget, <laughs> I'm right? teasing it, you. It ties up some it. dough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We only got a couple minutes here, but I, got, I, I can't get out of this interview without asking you. The pitching change in game two against the Mariners, what was it? Sixth inning? Was it yep. the biggest implosion? What happened after that in Blue Jays history, maybe Toronto sports history? The way that unfolded? What happened after that was absolutely yeah, the blowing the lead in, in yeah. Blue Jays history. Yeah. 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 Uh, but it wasn't the pitching change's fault. I mean, um, you know, you should be able to rely on your, for all the criticism the Blue Jays bullpen has gotten, you should be able to rely on them to get 10 outs before they give up nine runs. And they did it, you know, and, and the bases were loaded because Kevin Gosman had loaded the bases. So I, I don't know why everyone is so incredibly sure that Kevin Gosman would have gotten out of that jam just because he'd gotten two guys in a row out. The next hitter was Carlos Santana, who had missed hitting a home run off Gosman by about four inches in his last at bat. So um, I'm not blaming the pitching change by any means. There's certainly no guarantee that the same thing wouldn't have happened had Gosman stayed in. but. Uh, it absolutely, uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's going to be forever in Blue Jays lore. It was eight to one. And that's all you're going to have to say for the next hundred years to, to know what people are talking about. Yeah. Uh, we have less than a minute, but Ted and Red Deer wants to know how big of an effect will the balanced schedule in 2023 be for the Blue Jays? Less AL East and more others has to be good, right? Oh, yeah, it has to be good. But remember, it's good for everybody else in the AL East, too. And Baltimore is actually going to be good next year. I can see every team in the American League East winning 95 games next year with the balanced schedule. They don't have to be seven less games where they get to beat up on each other and uh, or seven less each, right? So 28 fewer games where they get to beat up on each other and 28 more games where they get to beat up on everybody else across uh, across the major leagues. So. Um, yeah, maybe Boston's going to suck. Probably Boston's going to suck, but I can see the, the American league East, like setting all kinds of records, uh, in the future with this balanced schedule. Okay, Mike, thank you. And your podcast episode, what 87 is dropping this afternoon. The great Ernie Witt. Yep. 87 Ernie Witt and Ernie Witt talks about 87 because that was the biggest blue Jays collapse prior to, uh, the one we just talked about. So I asked him, you know, which was worse, and uh, you'll be interested to hear what he has to say. All right. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate the time. Catch up soon. Anytime, Rod. Thanks for having me. 
We got a sports update coming up next. And Jesse Pierce from NHL.com Minnesota in hour two. And uh, really, we'll fire up viewer takeover. Let's get it going early. Next segment, whatever you want to talk about, we'll talk about right here. It is the uh, RP Show, Game Plus TV, most days. YouTube Live and WQEE in Metro Atlanta, 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Back at it. For viewer takeover, and before we do hear from the viewers, I'm going to get into a sports update here, but there's a lot going on today. Toronto Argonauts are having their championship parade. They're at Maple Leaf Square in downtown Toronto. I'm seeing updates from that. We've got questions and comments that have come in on the text line, 902-518-33, that I can't wait to get to. But a sports update here on this Thursday, U.S. Thanksgiving. A pair of first-period goals from Caden Brown lifted the Prince George Cougars to a 5-2 victory over the Moose Shaw Warriors. In Western League, Western Hockey League action on Wednesday, the viewers say and listeners that they like my stories. Well, I'm thinking about this. Moose Jaw at Prince George, Western Hockey League. I was chatting with an old dub guy in Calgary last month, and... Uh, he said, what do you miss the most about the WHL? And I said, the West Coast trip, particularly the U.S. trip, because way back in the day, we used to do the whole conference, all through B.C., all through Washington, all through Oregon. And then about halfway through my time in that league, they split it up half and half. But I remember walking through the mall in Prince George, 21-day road. And I'm walking with Lauren Mulliken, and I go to buy our coach, and I go to buy some uh, underwear. He goes, Roddy, what are you buying underwear for? I said, we've been on the road 14 days, coach. Haven't had time to do any laundry. He goes, turn them inside out. That's what I do. Elsewhere in the dub, the Blazers beat the American 6-1. That's Kamloops Blazers over Tri-City American 6-1. Vancouver Giants beat the Spokane Chiefs 6-4. Seattle Thunderbirds over the Kelowna Rockets 4-2. <clears throat> Portland Winterhawks over the Everett Silvertips 5-2. The Medicine Hat Tiger beat the Edmonton Oil Kings 6-1. And in Winnipeg, Zach Benson put away the game-winning goal 5-16 into the third as Winnipeg edged Lethbridge 3-2. Connor McLennan and Ty Nash also scored for the ice, who got back on track the n- one night after losing to the Canes. 
Canada's men's soccer team's back training in Qatar today, one day after dropping their tournament opener 1-0 to Belgium. The Canadians' next matchup is Sunday against Croatia, and the head coach, John Herdman, says they're going to F them up. And here you go. The victorious Argos are showing off the Grey Cup to their fans during a victory celebration today in Toronto. The Argos, who upset the Winnipeg Blue Bombers 24-23 in Sunday's CFL title game in Regina, will host a championship rally. It's actually on right now at Toronto's Maple Leaf Square. Next hour, whatever you want to talk about, I got my NHL people now writing. They found the show, even though we're not on Game Plus today. They found us. They got questions. They got comments. But our NHL top five, bottom five. We'll tell you that we're brought to you by Edo Japan. Delicious Japanese-inspired meals and snacks made to order with high-quality ingredients. We'll also talk about today's NFL games. We'll talk about the CFL if you want. Whatever you want. I'm turning it over to you. Todd, in Red Deer, hang on. I'll get to your question. And by the way, the Kinsman Telemiracle 47 online 50-50 raffle is live now. Pot starting at $100,000. You have to be from Saskatchewan and in Saskatchewan and 19 years of age or over to buy tickets. You can buy them now, telemiracle5050.com. We'll make the draw Friday, December the 16th. Our first two 50-50 raffles we've done. You've been with us the last two years. Raised over a million dollars, all going to the Kinsman Foundation of their 50%. So please help us out. It's the biggest fundraiser of the year. Next hour, Jesse Pierce from Minnesota. Your questions and comments, whatever topics you want. Stick around after this break, everybody, on YouTube and WQEE. The key. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now.